This episode of Keep Calm and Crown On is brought to you by, yep, you guessed it, Minute with Mary, minutewithmary.com. It's your one-stop shop for all things beauty and skincare. And I'm here to tell you that my eye cream is bananas. It's bananas good and it's on sale this week. So if you're listening to this the week that we're podcasting, it's 20% off and it's going to literally perk up your peepers in ways that may blow your mind. I don't know. I'm digging it. I'm digging it. Okay. Check it out. Minutewithmary.com. Putting faces, horsing around while I'm trying to do my job. I was blushing, blushing at your compliment. People were laughing at me, laughing in my face at the end of a week in which half of Australia has also been booing me. I don't deserve this. This is supposed to be my tour. My tour as Prince of Wales to shore up one of the key countries in the Commonwealth at a very delicate moment politically. And thanks to you... Thanks to me, people have shown up. Thanks to me, people are interested. No, thanks to you, people are laughing in my face. Booing the heir to the throne. Booing the crown. Oh, come on. Oh, don't do this. Please. Open the door. Charles. We still have 10 days in New Zealand to get through. From Providence, Rhode Island, welcome to Keep Calm and Crown On. It's a podcast dedicated to the crown on Netflix. So grab your best cup of tea and let's get royal. Welcome. My name is Mary Larson. My name is Blake, and I'm sure Australia is a great country. I'm yeah. sure it's great. Yeah, like, let's I go bet. with it, but I have no desire to go. Oh, gosh, I do. None. Zero. Okay. I, mean, I mean, I'll go without you. <laughs> Thanks, Mary. <laughs> <laughs> you know, these number of days of podcasting have shown true <laughs> colors. True colors coming out here. You don't like to travel that much. No, I like to travel. Actually, mm. the uh, the odd thing mm. is, I like to, I I, w- I actually wouldn't mind going to Australia because I know the language, but I don't like going to places where I don't know the language. I don't like that. I can't handle it. We did that with our honeymoon. I had a lot of fun. Did it great. It was awesome. You got totally freaked out. Totally freaked out. Like was in knowing. worry mode. What happens if we don't make the bus and then we don't even know how to read the signs? Can't even read in the Greece. signs. <laughs> you can't even you can't even like <laughs> interpret the signs. Yeah. Even, you're just like what. That's a that's a dangling cross with a like a an A on it. What does that even do? It's something. But I do want to get to Australia at some point. We do know that a lot of our listeners tuning in are from Australia, so we want to say hello. It takes and a thank long time to get so there. much. It does. It takes a long time, man. I think that's what that's what inhibits me from wanting to go. Oh my gosh! The amount of time. do what I did. I stopped in Montana and I did Glacier National Park, and then I flew out of Seattle and I flew out to west and then my way back i stopped and i did the rocky mountain national park so if you break it up if you go across our country and you do something fun on the west side of the country then it's a hop skip and a jump and you're all set but if you're flying all within that one day i appreciate it break it up man break it uh, up look, like enjoy the, other, the ride yeah well you know hey, it is what it is okay so if you would like to listen to more things with blake and i where we don't talk about how we have very different <laughs> <laughs> travel agendas you can of course find out more at maryandblake.com and of course we would be completely Completely, like, mind-bogglingly stupid if we didn't want to thank the most appreciated members of our community, those of you at jointhenerdclan.com. Thank you, thank you, thank you for making all of this possible.
Let's get into the show. Give me some deets. The title for this episode is Terra Nullius, which is uh, uh, Latin for no one's country, which is what George III called it when they arrived in Australia at the time. Uh, but it has noted it has become yes. someone's country. And uh, it's uh, a, a, what has happened in this episode uh, for Australia is a big deal. Uh, and and the inclusion of of Diana and how mm-hmm. um, she kept the the English monarchy there and and made them popular once again and and this is not just in Australia as we all know from history and as we have all lived through well at least most of us uh, there are some people who are much younger than you and I now Mary because we're old. Um, we're not old. We are older. Diana did that for the the monarchy. Uh, kind of how. Kate Middleton did that for the for the monarchy a mm-hmm. little bit, um, and then how Meghan has kind of done that for the monarchy now. Although they're they're no. taking a step back, Meghan obviously. No, no, but Meghan helped help bring more I relevance. I honestly think it's just the wedding. I think it's the pomp circumstance sure. of like seeing the royals all dressed up and knowing the carriage ride and just things in general to celebrate. You know, we don't necessarily have things like that. Generally here in our country, the presidents have been married already. Yep. So it's not like we're going to be like, oh, it's the president's getting married. Like how exciting. Right. Um, nor have we had like a baby in the White House in our lifetime, you know, a birth. So Correct. we haven't necessarily had those kind of things. And I think that because this is something that has been in tradition and that the people get to celebrate as a part of it, they do get invested. Sure, absolutely. All right. And the uh, director was Julian Gerald. Uh, that has not uh, appeared yet this season or last season, but he has directed a couple of other episodes uh, in season two mm. of, or is it season one? Let's see, season one actually of The Crown, uh, Act of God, and I'm not sure how to pronounce it. I apologize because I did not watch the episode Gelignite. Uh, I, I I I will just go with that, and obviously Tara Nullius. He has one more episode for this season, and the writer, as always, Peter Morgan, the showrunner, Marvin. What's your Betty rating? My Betty, my Corgi <laughs> rating for this episode is a five. It's a five. I really, really enjoyed this episode. I think it was absolutely stellar. I had highs. I had lows. I got to see amazing dresses. Mm-hmm. Um, we got to spend a lot of time with the fiery couple of James, uh, of James, <laughs> Diana and Charles. Why am I saying James? Um, <laughs> I no idea. Because I've been podcasting for three days straight. <laughs> <laughs> but I just, I really, really enjoyed this episode. So a solid five. Yeah. You know, I have it written down here in the document four and nine, but Marvin, as I, as I hear you talk about it and just thinking about it, I think I'm going to go five on this one as well yes. oh you know what no i'll do a four nine five i'll do a four nine five because i enjoyed i enjoyed fairy tale more and okay. right right now that's the high water mark okay so i will say that i really enjoyed that episode i like this one almost as much just a smidge lower mm-hmm. um, and i really like it because charles is awful in this episode concur uh, and the the royal family is awful in mm-hmm. this episode uh, all around but the show isn't taking Diana and making her a, a, a martyr. They're they're showing her complications as well. They're showing that she, when when she is pushed, is also at the same time unreasonable and uh, not not bendable, not um, doing her duty. Not you know she's she's making everything a, a, around her stop for her whims and. But I would disagree because I think, as she said, her first duty is wife and mother, and that comes before her role as a princess. Right, and so. and, and, and 
again, this is why it's good writing, right? Mm-hmm. Because it, 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 neither one is wrong, mm-hmm. but neither one is right either. And you yes. can make that choice as to what you're doing. And you, you're right, Mary. She Her first job is being a mother and taking care of the king, the future king yes. of England. How can that be wrong? But she's also got real world live time duties that she has to fulfill and there are these plans there are these things that she has to do and she is making people stop and mm-hmm. and, and 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 bend to her which isn't right either uh and she can be difficult so i really like how the the sh- the, the show is definitely pro monarchy but it's also definitely not making diana a martyr either and i okay. really like that What's your GBG? You're good. You're bad. You're great. Uh, my good is the fact that Diana stood her ground as a mother. For myself, I would not have been able to leave my children for that long of a period, especially at such a young age, um, without them being necessarily established with other people. I mean, William was so young at this point that I really, really applaud Diana for doing that. And I know that she really pushed that in many ways for her children, just yep. for them to have more of a normal sense of consistency with their parents and that she was very present in their life. And as we've heard from both William and Harry, it meant a lot to them yeah, yeah. to have this involvement and have this close relationship with their mother. So yes, one can say, oh, she wasn't doing her princessly duties. But in the long run, it sounds like these boys were very, very thankful. Yeah. Um, and it made a big difference for them. My bad was the whole scene where she does come and speak to the queen. It wasn't necessarily that anything was done bad. It, it made me feel bad. And that's yeah. why this episode's a five. I think when things that make me feel bad, whether it's the fighting with Charles or the conversation with the queen, make me feel bad. And that is my bad for the episode. It's mm-hmm. not anything wrong on the show. Mm-hmm. It is well done show. You made me feel terribly right. when she's hugging the queen and she's crying and the queen gives that knee jerk reaction of like, oh, you're blaming me. It's all my fault. It's his mother. Like what is going on? Yeah. Oh my goodness gracious. And then my great is that Diana is everything that the crown was lacking. It was like the crown between Queen Elizabeth and Charles had a lot of things, you know, had a lot of stability, had a lot of history, but there were like a certain bit of these puzzle pieces, the warm and caring, compassionate mother who could show, yes, the human essence, or just the breathtaking charm and beauty that stirs the soul and excites people you know prince charles wasn't necessarily and nor is necessarily exciting Mm -hmm. but diana was exciting so the things that the crown was lacking diana brought and it's so sad to see that they couldn't see that good Mm -hmm. that she was able to fill in the puzzle pieces yeah right uh for me my good is uh it's further proof that peter morgan is a fan of keep common crown on (laughs) abiding by the mary and blake commandments more book ends i Love me some good bookends, and mm-hmm. uh, it's not a full bookend, but it's close. It is how the episode opens with uh, the queen and all the biddies doing yep. all the great biddy things. Doing oh, all- yes, and I love how how Princess Anne has become a member of the biddy mm-hmm. club. Like she, oh, she's elevated. Oh, she is. Yeah, yeah she's become. She's on the text chain. <laughs> Do they do a text chain or do they do they do like a Facebook Messenger? Do they have a like? Do they have like a, a WhatsApp? title? WhatsApp. Yeah. <laughs> and the title of the chat is Belmore Biddies. <laughs> Why Belmore Biddies? Because that's where they're like bitches. Oh, oh, okay. Gotcha. At Belmore Castle. Oh, Belmoral. Belmore, yeah, Belmoral, yeah. Belmoral bitties. <laughs> um, or maybe yeah. it's just Belmoral bitches. Oh uh, no, I like no, it's Belmoral bitties. Yeah. 
if they're be if they're being spunky with each other, maybe yeah. it's Balmora bitches. But they would never and show Anne's anybody. And the one that. that came up with the name Anne and Margaret got a little tipsy one night, yeah. and they renamed the chat. The chat was like "Women of the Crown," we, we, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know. The Queen like named it nice, and then Anne and Margaret got a little you know, tipsy the queen, one night. The Queen Mum named it nice. She was the one who wanted to keep she it. She didn't even know how to create the chat. No, she didn't. But she was the one giving the advice. Yeah, let's have some kind of modern way. Yeah. to communicate during the pandemic, and we'll call it "Women of the Crown." And then and then Mark and Anna are like, no, we're the Balmoral bitches. I like the alliteration there. Biddies. Uh, no, no, it's Balmoral bitches. Okay. Because that's the what they wanted to go with. Okay. Maybe, maybe okay. the queen okay. maybe the queen changed it because she's biddies. like, oh, mommy, we can't do that. Or maybe it's Betty's Balmoral bitches. Yeah. <laughs> 